And let's stay with the story and unpack Minister Gordon's medium-term budget policy statements with economist Professor Dilip Garaj. Professor, good morning. Good morning, Matthew. So Minister Gordon stated that government has revised the economic growth forecast for the year down from 0.9% to 0.5%. So what could this mean for the country in the near future? Well, uh, I think the country suffers from several significant risks. I mean, the mere fact that we're continuing to indicate that our revenue uh, is that rather that our growth is in a, in a decline means that our revenue is falling. So as a result, you know, we have several risks that actually affect us. One finds that because the economy is not growing, it has resulted in a significant drop in the money that we're collecting. But by the same token, the government spending is ever increasing with significant demands placed by the South African uh, South African public to deliver services, so whether it's housing, electricity, water, education, uh, medical, all of these things are happening in our country at this point in time, and people are protesting. So what we are really finding is that the gap between the money that we're collecting as the government and the money that we're spending is getting bigger and bigger, and that is a deficit that the minister is referring to, and he feels that although... Uh, we are in difficulties, but we're not in a decline. But I actually believe that we are in a decline because what is going to happen next is that the country may receive a sovereign rating downgrade by the international rating agencies, and that's going to create a significant risk for the country, for our country as a whole. Let's move on to another question. One of the biggest talking points since the MTBPS, over 17 billion rand has been allocated to higher education, 8 billion rand of that to students from households with incomes up to 600,000, and 9 billion to NASFAS funding. Will this amount uh, fund education for all those who do need it, though? No, no, I don't think it's going to fund the... Uh, it's, going to, it's not going to solve the education crisis in our country. Unfortunately, this education crisis has been brewing for some time now. Uh, and we feel that uh, the students are being unreasonable. However, we know for a fact this matter will be addressed by government, but the protest by students is not a peaceful one, and I think that's important to note. Students run the risk of losing an academic year of study and also the destruction of the university property will set education back by, much, by as much as a decade, and that's not good for our country because education forms the foundation stone of any nation, and unfortunately that is not looked upon by the students. Professor, another interesting point was that there's also a 10 rand increase in social grants. Now, with the increase in food prices and electricity, how is this 10 rand likely to assist poor households? Well, the government is trying its level best uh, with the falling revenue to try and ensure that social services in whatever form is being met by the government. And the increase is pretty small, I admit. Uh, however, uh, with inflation rising, although... Uh, the government needs credit that it has managed to keep the inflation within the inflation burn of between 3 and 6%, and it's done very well as far as that is concerned. But a 10% grant is not going to make too much of a difference. I really believe that the government really needs to sit down and do something and do it fast. There are several things that the government can do, admittedly. It can promote small business to grow the economy, which will result in an increase in the income stream for itself. I think we need to find a way of creating employment for the people who are unemployed in this country. One critical aspect is tackling corruption, which is a serious issue in our country. We need to promote foreign direct investment. Uh, We need to find a solution to the crime and violence in our country. We need to promote infrastructure development, which will then lead to better services for the South African public. These are the things that the government really needs to start doing, and I really believe it needs to do it fast. 
And Professor, finally, moving away from the budget statement, we do know that 15 of South Africa's business leaders have publicly backed the Minister Praveen Godan. They've said that South Africa's democratic transformation cannot afford to have a man of Godan's abilities distracted or even sidelined. What do you make of all this? Well, certainly, uh, I, really, I really believe that the fraud charges will not stick because really uh, it is a uh, human resource management issue that he's been charged for, and the minister can't be charged for that type of fraud. So really, uh, I don't think these charges are going to stick, and that certainly will, will prove its case on the, on the uh, 2nd of November. But there is far more at play. The so-called rogue unit charges are still lurking in the background, and again, this matter is significantly weighing against South Africa from a risk point of view. And, and, you know, the point that I made, that things have to be done fast in this country. The government really needs to sit down and sort this problem out quickly. Otherwise, we run a major risk factor, certainly from a government point of view, because what is happening is there's a lot of infighting between and amongst members of, uh, members of government in parliament. And that doesn't look all that well for our country. And that is where we'll have to leave it. Professor, thank you for joining us on Newsbreak today. Thank you very much.